0: This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. Uh, this is Ronan. And I'm Cameron. And we're coming to
1: you from Bendigo in regional Victoria. It's been fun so far, hey Cam? It has. We've gotten a lot into this afternoon. We've gone for a run already. Yeah, a bit we've, cold out there, but all good. Yeah, and then we we did the crazy thing after this cold run. We went and jumped in an
0: even colder pool. <laughs> yep, that was smart. Colder and colder, colder again.
1: And then what did we do after that, Ronan? Uh,
0: the reverse of the cold. We went and had Mexican dinner Um, and so
1: that was extremely hot so we went from cold cold to hot and even the cold stuff at Mexican was hot Hot. with some chili ice cream (laughs)
0: pretty much that's right we had chili ice cream there so anyway been a good couple of hours and we've got lots planned for this podcast as always we want to have a lot of fun uh, but we also want to be helpful to teachers to student leaders themselves people who are passionate about student leadership
1: and want to share some helpful things with you in this episode exactly right now you can find this in all the usual places Twitter uh, Facebook um, you can look on our website if you want to find the podcast you can just search studentleadership.news slash podcast search on any normal audio area such as iTunes um I don't know, Anyway, really. You've got an unusual app that you can Mine's find on. Mine's called
0: Castbox that I listen to and I uh, love my podcasts there. And I found it there so it, it just goes everywhere.
1: Yes, it does. Now you can find us all there and uh, hit us up and let us know if you're enjoying the podcast. Absolutely. We'd love on any
0: of those platforms for people to leave reviews, questions and comments via the studentleadership.news website. You can get in touch with us using the contact section there. Um, you know, Suggestions that you have for us. But if you've got questions, um, we'll get to a question time segment later on. But if you have questions, you like us to answer then uh, send them through to us we'd love interaction online with you our podcast
1: audience now let's jump straight into this episode of the podcast with our first segment tour tales tour tales Tour Tales, Ronan, one of my favorite segments, and it's one of those times where we share something that's happening while we're on the road running these student leadership events all around Australia or New Zealand. You are going to tell us this story. What's this tour tale? Okay, it took place
0: last week, and I realized you weren't there. So not only is this new for the podcasting audience, it is new for you too.
1: Oh, great. Uh, We're
0: in country Victoria, going from a town called Sale, heading back towards Melbourne, the capital of Victoria. It's a few hours' drive. And we've uh, been in the car for a couple of hours and one of our team members, Caleb, um, like halfway through the drive when people were starting to doze off and feel a little tired, um, you know, van full of people, he just went, oh my goodness. And we just went, what? And he goes, do you know what today is? And we thought he's forgotten a loved one's birthday or it's like important national memorial day for some reason and we're terrible for missing it. And he says... It's $12 dozen day. And we went, oh my goodness. Then we went, what is $12 dozen day? And Caleb told us it's the day that Krispy Kreme donuts uh, sell dozens of donuts for $12, which is around about half the price of what they normally are. That's amazing. Now, we are still got a long way to go in the drive. So we're like, we're in the middle of country Victoria. Like, how are we going to find a place that is going to do this? And that it wouldn't totally throw out our drive that was already going to be long. So we said to Caleb, Look if you could find one that's just a slight detour off the highway, then then we'll go and do it. Does anyone really want donuts? And no one really wanted the donuts. (laughs) But Caleb just wanted to make sure that we didn't miss out Determined. on one of the most important days of the year, $12 dozen day. So he was on the app pretty quick, worked out that there was one 20 minutes up the road just <laughs> off the highway and so the GPS was tracking to there and uh, and we pulled off the side of the road to the Krispy Kreme. There in shining its all its glory was the Krispy Kreme outlet off the highway in Victoria and uh, so we went inside and joined the line with about 100 other people who were all there for $12 dozen day.
1: <laughs> and was a worth it
0: um the, the longer we spent in the line the more we realized we needed to buy more to make it worth uh, okay it. so the whole idea of let's just get a dozen and have it for the novelty turned into maybe we should get a second dozen maybe we should get a third dozen How and milkshakes yeah we walked out with about 40 donuts and five <laughs> cold drinks <laughs> uh from the 12 dollars dozen day that nobody really knew about and we had donuts for the next four days of The tour, like so much so that uh, when we didn't have space in luggage to put the donuts anymore, Caleb was like putting putting them in plastic jugs that he was borrowing from the hotel for the day, (laughs) and all sorts of things just to make sure that these (laughs) these donuts made their way around the place with us for the next few days. So commitment, it was it was good. So in case anyone else missed out on uh, twelve dollar dozen day, you'll have to look forward to next year. It was the highlight of my week last week. Seeing Caleb get that excited. Wow. Yes. And um, did you? Did you actually finish them all? Uh, yeah, we did finish them all. It took a few days, but we had the uh, thirty-six donuts plus the a few extra, forty-something uh, donuts over the next few days. Oh,
1: great job! Yep,
0: shame, shame to say, yeah. and uh, that's hence the reason we had to do the run this <laughs> afternoon that we talked about before. Anyway, last week's highlight of the tour
1: sounds great. Well, that brings us to the end of that tour tale for this episode. What are we jumping into next, Ronan? We're going to jump into our next segment, which is question time. Question time.
0: Okay, before we get to this week's question, let me reiterate what I said at the beginning. we love people to submit their questions to us and they can do that via commenting on whatever platform it is that you're watching this. We'll get a hold of that and we'll make that our question for next uh, episode. And uh, this week, the question comes to us from Katamatite Primary School. There you go. Don't know if you know where that is, Cam, but they seem to have good questions, hence the fact we're going with this one. <laughs> so Katamatite Primary School asks us this question. Um, how do you as student leaders keep momentum going for a positive contribution that you're implementing at school so i assume they've got something that they want to change Um, that's my read of the question and they know or they're currently experiencing that it's tough to keep momentum for the change Hmm. or the activity so what do you think
1: good question i think um Sometimes when we think of ideas that we want to do or changes we want to make, we sometimes think that, you know, the day that we're going to make the change, everything has to be done on that day. And so we try and make this big change. We try and make this big contribution to our school. And sometimes they'll work and sometimes it won't work. And often what happens is when we put them all on this one day, if it doesn't work, then we lose our momentum for actually trying to keep the idea going because yeah. we haven't seen any positive feedback for it. So I think a great thing that you can do when you're trying to keep this... uh when you're trying to implement a positive contribution, you can actually do it in little pieces. So you can have over time little goals that you have where you implement this change. You can think of um, maybe your big change gets split up into five things in and yeah, over five totally. weeks. Yeah. You implement one part of that change.
0: And if you design it properly, then if one of those parts doesn't work, then four of them still have and you're, you've achieved some part of your change that you wanted to in your school compared to that one thing yeah Yeah,
1: and 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 the great thing about doing little pieces is um, one of the most important things about change is evaluating and when you evaluate something usually you can then change other things and so if you're doing over time if you're doing little things and you realize the first one doesn't work or this idea isn't going to be implemented exactly the way you'd like to you can evaluate it look at it say how can we change this how will it work better for our school and then move forward from there and change it a little bit and make sure that the next ones that you implement, the next changes over that time actually have the desired results. So the
0: hamburger principle, it's that anything that you want to, uh, anything you want to achieve is best done in little bites rather than trying to do the whole thing in one lot. Yep. I, yep.
1: I always like how you have the ability to relate it back to food. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> ever seen someone try and eat a whole hamburger in one, uh, in one bite? It becomes an absolute mess, right? Like leadership's <laughs> like that. Bit by bit by bit and perhaps you're able to accomplish it,
1: Yeah. Excellent. Well, there's your answer for that question. Excellent. how you can keep the momentum going when you're trying to implement that positive change.
0: Certainly hope that's helpful for the students at Katimatai Primary School. Uh, So we go to one of the segments that we love to do each time where we really get into some meat of the topic. Oh, there's a food reference again. Anyway, (laughs) meat of the topic, and that is uh, our segment top three. Three,
1: two, one. Top three. Okay, Ronan, top three this episode is top three ways to deal with criticism. This is an important one. Like,
0: I think all leaders deal with criticism or have to deal with criticism. Face it at some point yep. anyway. Yep.
1: Okay, Ronan, give us number one. What's the first way that you can deal with criticism?
0: Okay, the first way is to remember that your own voice is the most important meaning you will hear other people say things to you, but you need to remember what you say to yourself is the most important. So remember to be a positive voice. Also remember that when you are positive, that can be something that helps you deal with the fact that there are negative voices around you. So just because other voices uh, are negative and people are criticizing you, really having a go at decisions you're making, failures that you've got, realize that your voice staying positive is probably the most important. So that's our first way. Give us number two, Cam.
1: Okay, the second thing you can do is look for the truth in constructive criticism. I think sometimes we hear feedback or we hear criticism and we automatically take it as a negative thing, something that they're coming against us, they don't want us to succeed but often by stepping back looking at it as a whole we can see positives in what they're trying to do they want you to succeed most of the time the people around you really want you to succeed Definitely. and criticism is generally there so you can be even better and so by looking for the, uh, the truth looking for the things that actually um, will help you get better and then implementing those things that's a great way that you can deal with criticism you can look at the things they're saying and say what's the truth in this and what can actually take out of it
0: yeah definitely and i think what's interesting we'll move to to number three is that occasionally there will be people that don't want you to succeed yeah they're people who are who you know themselves have an issue so to to succinctly give you the third thing it's that sometimes the criticism is the other person's deal Mm -hmm. uh, and you just need to to not absorb it so you need to hear somebody criticize you and sit there with a smile on your face and not let it affect you and walk away from that and say that's because they're feeling upset or that's because they're feeling insecure or that's because uh, it's in their nature um you know they're, they're a bit jealous or whatever it might be um we don't have to think less of that person but we don't have to take on the criticism as well so sometimes the criticism is the other person's deal and we don't need to take it personally so there we go the positives and negatives of criticism there hopefully for people because at some point every leader's going to face
1: it yeah always and and often criticism comes when you're doing a good thing i think that's often what we uh we forget when you're trying to implement that change that we talked about before criticism will come and yeah, so don't people see
0: it. are noticing what you're doing Exactly. and, and uh and, and even if they're threatened by it, that type of thing, it's, it's you're doing something good. It's, yep. it's, there's always positives to be found amongst that criticism. It's just got to deal with it.
1: Yep, exactly right. So, there's the top three ways for dealing with criticism. Let's jump into our last segment for this podcast, which is my favorite idea. My favorite idea.
0: Okay, Cam, before we get too far into this segment, my favorite idea. I'm going to hijack it. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> off script for the moment. In, in this segment, we normally like to talk about something we've noticed around yeah. the place that we think is a wonderful idea that student leaders have put into action. It's really a great thing. <laughs> yes, it is a good thing, but I've decided, uh, despite popular opinion, I'm going to hijack it. <laughs> uh, I want to draw your attention to something that I have noticed um, around the place at the moment. Okay. It's not a valuable student leadership suggestion, but it's honest. Okay. okay. It is the amount of students at the events that we go to who have all adopted the uh, dance moving, the dance move that was uh, made famous by Katy Perry at one of her concerts last year, which has affectionately been referred to as flossing. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, 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 you, you know the one I'm talking about. I, all I right. know the one. Yeah, flossing. and it's like hands at the front, yeah. hands at the back, hips side yeah. to side, backpack and, kid, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. the little because yeah. a kid with a backpack. Like he was the guy who invented it. Katy Perry saw it. She said, "Do it on stage at my my what? concert." Yeah, and then it became a worldwide craze. Oh. You did not know that? No, that's my understanding of it. Anyway, okay. And so now we have kids everywhere, like yep. um, primary school, high school. They just love the, that move. It's, they love it even they, more when you do
1: it. No, like, I'm not they love it when anyway. you do it. right? And they
0: call it flossing. If you have, if you can't picture it, it's because you're moving your hands from side yep. to side, um, and then front and behind your body. It's just so weird. But it caused me to ask the question. Right? This is like. Talk about my favorite idea. (laughs) It's not the first, like, normal daily activity that uh, well i don't know if you floss normally every day but you get the idea right yeah okay it's the normal daily activity that's turned into a dance move okay okay? it seemed like it used to happen a lot in the 70s and 80s (laughs) so i'm told okay i'm not that old but so i'm told whereas it's it's like the new everyday activity that's become a dance move flossing okay like dental floss in your teeth back and forward has become this move so like cam what are your favorite Uh, daily activities over time that have become dance moves we see a lot of them with the young people that we work with all the time I'll get you started, right? It's the okay, shopping you, trolley, you, right? The shopping trolley. People turn it into a, a dance floor, yep. right? It's just everyday activity and somehow it hits the dance floor. We've got swimming, you know? Like swimming is designed like for like sport, physical activity or perhaps as a life-saving yep. technique. It was never designed for the dance floor, <laughs> but people have done that. Yep. I, I got one. Uh, yeah.
1: Along the swimming theme, there's the surfing. So like everybody get down surfing and people often do the, like Correct. This, the, the sound effects like da-na-na-na-na-na-na. That's true.
0: And, and those people don't know how to surf actually, no, but no. they do on the dance floor. Exactly right.
1: another one is um, picking apples I mean it's not an everyday thing it's not I can't remember ever picking apples (laughs) but But most people who like surfing isn't always an everyday thing like there's people who go out and pick apples every day but like they're they're, they're picking things off like the tree and uh, another one. I like this one in particular. You've got pull, heaps. Of, all I wanted
0: was your favourite one, but we've got lots. Yeah. The lawnmower is my favourite one. The lawnmower. The, the, that is something that's yep. great because every there's, day there's mowing the lawn. Moves. Yep, like yep. washing the hair. That's yep. it. Or like people on the dance floor just getting loose with the the washing of the yep. hair. Yeah. Um. There's this other one. Like hands up in the air called the salt and pepper shakers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Weird as anything. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's let's take a device off the table used to season my food and turn it into. <laughs> anyway. I just wanted to draw the world's attention to the fact that we have another one on the list now and it is <laughs> flossing. After decades of people wanting another daily activity, <laughs> then the world has spoken and flossing has become the official dance the people move. people got yeah. what they wanted. People that, got what they And that's wanted. what matters. Anyways, yeah. sorry for hijacking the segment. Well, it means we've got better content for next time. <laughs> uh, but just had to draw you. And I wanted to know what your favorite one was. And I'm going to settle on... Uh, picking apples yeah. <laughs>
1: it's always a great one that one anyway
0: on that note we like to have fun in these podcasts we do hopefully we have amongst the meat that we yes. talk about uh, sharing some ideas and we'd love student leaders to continue to share ideas with us so we can pass them on through this podcast
1: we sure would so thank you everyone for joining us for the fourth episode of the student leadership news podcast make sure you leave a comment a like something like that so yeah. that we know how you're enjoying we like it we want to know if others like it too exactly right and we'll catch you in the next podcast look forward to it thanks guys bye Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news.